is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome on into today's edition of Union Match Preview. As we're looking ahead at tonight, we are at match day. The Philadelphia will be taking on DC United on what is the beginning of rivalry week here in the MLS. And for the Philadelphia Union, it is all about continuing their great form that they've currently been on. You look at this team, so far three straight wins in MLS play, and obviously we don't have UC, uh, CCL, we don't have... U.S. Open Cup to kind of worry about. But what we have to worry about right now is an opportunity to climb the standings where, kind of look a couple of weeks ago, I think we were in two places away from being dead last in Eastern Conference. And we talked about how the Eastern Conference was still pretty tight despite where the Union were. And trying to makeshift, uh, trying to get a little, I'm working on getting a new stand. My stand here broke for TikTok. So I'm, I'll make shift in here. We're going back to 2019 times makeshifting stands and tripods out here. But anyways, uh, so today we're going to look ahead at that. We're going to look at tonight's matchup. I I'm obviously want to talk a little bit about what happened in Colorado. More importantly, happened at the end of Colorado. Uh, we'll talk about the disciplinary news that came out. But we'll talk about it all here today. Of course, your thoughts as well on this upcoming match. I want to welcome everyone to today's edition of Unimatch Preview. Of course, I'm your host, El Paracero Philly. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and of course, we're live on DSM Media. We are live right now on TikTok Live. If you're watching this live on TikTok, smash that screen away. Sit some more Union fans in the building. And, of course, right now, both YouTube and TikTok's comment sections are open. So if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or prediction about tonight, we'd love to hear it. Definitely drop it in the comment section. We'll be reading those as this live portion goes on. Today's edition of Union Match Preview is sponsored by La Terrain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out La Terrain Watches. High-quality watches at a bargain price. Right now, when you use my promo code, Barcelophilia, at the checkout page, you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys take advantage of this great deal and check out our friends over at La Terrain Watches. Awesome stuff. All right, I got a little job for everyone here on YouTube. Right now, we are testing live our new Wi-Fi connection. So, what I need from YouTube is, is and if you guys are live on TikTok, if you guys want to hop on YouTube real quick, let me know how this the reception is on your side. How does it look? Does it look spotty like before? Um, I'm trying something different. Uh, if anyone wants to get a little technical, I'm not going to go dive deep into what I did, but I bought a mesh router, and so I have a, a source of Wi-Fi directly in my office. So I'm hoping that this gives a better experience uh, for this channel as we're gearing up. We're getting closer to announcement time of what's going to be the new direction of this YouTube channel. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. But I need your feedback. So please, guys, if you guys have any feedback over today's uh, live stream, let me know as far as the service goes. I would highly appreciate it. Um, Elijah, my man, thank you so much. My brother, first off, love the profile pic. I got the old school Jim Curtin when he was playing. But, dude, thank you so much for that, for that feedback. Yeah, if you guys have any feedback, definitely let me know. Want to make sure that this works so that when we go full throttle till we have the announcement, I want to make sure that you guys have good good quality. That's all I try to do. Bring good quality over here. So thank you so much for all of that. But let's dive into it. So I'm going to keep it short and simple. Obviously, over the weekend, the union in a hectic two weeks of MLS play in Colorado, what felt like a rivalry match in rivalry weekend. Um, the Philadelphia would come out victorious in a 2-1 win. We'd had fireworks at the end of this match, and the Union did a good job of finding a way to come back. They had a very strong second half. 
Um, goal goals by Kai Wagner and Julian Carranza. And, and dude, it was a really good performance. One that you definitely should be happy about overall. Um, but of course the extracurricular activities after the match is what we need to discuss real quick. And then we'll talk about this disciplinary from the league. So here right now, I'm going to show you guys the clip of what went down, uh, on Saturday night in Dick's sporting good park. Here we go. Minutes of injury time. Best believe we had the ball's obviously going out, and here comes the fake Colombiano himself, Michael Barrios, getting a little bit into it. This push shoves Andre Blake. Blake sells it a little bit, but the push was not needed. The Union's deep back line, the three men back line, which talk about a little bit, come to the defense of Andre Blake as you would expect. And we here, ladies and gentlemen, have an all out brawl. We got pushing, we got shoving. We got the fakeness from the now soccer players, and you got Damian Lowe there going at it with, with go Marco, Marco Barrios. And I don't know what, my, what Don, Don Michael is a, trying to do here, my dude. You're going after six foot three, six foot four, six foot five, six foot two. What the fuck are you thinking? You're a fucking puny yeah, little guy Kurt, going up against halfway. the unit defense. <laughs> you know, uh, but this is pretty much coach's box. So he's and guys, this was the end of the well. match. You have Jim and Ali can't even contain themselves because of it. This jerk off doesn't even know where the fuck he's at. He can't even control a soccer match if it was the Peewee Leagues. I'm obviously killing a little bit, but this was a little bit out of hand. So that is what went down. So what the league kind of gave us here, I'm going to bring up another screen here for us to kind of read along. So shout to our boy Joe Tanzi doing his thing covering the Philadelphia Union. The MLS Disciplinary Committee has found the Colorado Rapids and the Philadelphia violation of mass confrontation policy during the 90th minute of their match on May 30, 13th. Philadelphia will be issued an official warning for its first violation this season. Why am I not surprised that the Philadelphia Union get the grunt of the discipline Considering the fact that Michael Barrios, who, by the way, got into with Glesnis literally less than 10 minutes before that moment. So instead, Philadelphia gets the grunt of it. All right. Colorado has violated the mass conference policy for a second time this season. And the organization and head coach Robert Frazier have been fined an unclosed amount for their action. Due to their roles in mass confrontation, Philadelphia goalkeeper Andre Blake. Andre Blake, what the what did Andre do? We'll look at that in a sec. We're gonna get the instant replay. We're gonna throw the red hanky on that one. One second. Defender Damian Lowe and Colorado goalkeeper William Yarborough, midfielder Brian Acosta, and forward Diego Rubio have been issued an undisclosed fine for initiating an ask or escalating a mass confrontation. Look, all about this one, right? It, it, it it's what we need at times, especially in the game of sports. But I'm going to pull up this video, and what I need from the Just audience here to tell me is what the heck is look, look, what are, Andre got shoved, my dude. Andre got shoved for going for a ball. Andre was defenseless. All right, now everyone watch Andre Blake. Damian Lowe, we like that, right? Com Go comment his teammates. He's still telling everyone to get back. He's containing people. Elliot's out. I mean, dude, what do we do? He's on his guy. Andre doesn't even know what to do here. 
Now we can already tell this by the Does anyone see anything very malicious? This is go Andre played and here comes Yarbrough. This is common Andre down. I wish there's a whole lot going why. on. There's a goal. Well, you really see like the two goalkeepers going at each other. But well, they're really Yarbrough's there. Regardless, like, this is really it. What did Andre Blake do? He actually got Jim Curtin's probably halfway. They honestly got. I, you know, for anyone who has followed me over since 2019, I don't like criticizing refs. I don't like blaming matches over decisions from referees. But the fact of the matter is, you got to call it out when it does happen. And the fact is, this ref did not control the match. And Andre Blake didn't do anything wrong. With him. Anything, Michael Barrios should have at least a one match suspension. He didn't even get a red card in that moment. I mean that well, the match was over after that, but you get the picture. I just don't get it. It always feels like the union are always getting the worst. How many calls over the past couple of years where you get that beautiful letter, nicely stamped MLS, league offices of soccer, and it, and it says, we are sorry for messing up on our call. What the hell the sorries do to us, for us? You know, so here we go again. Here we go again. But I digress. It is what it is. No one really suspended besides this is what I which I do feel bad for. Um, but it's it's just embarrassing. It, it flat out is embarrassing. I don't know what was up with Michael Barrios in that match, but clearly something was up with my team because he was out of it, my guy. That BS call from MLS uh for being easy as F. Um yeah, you know, I mean I, I don't know what it's Feels like it's like kind of a little bit like a personal vendetta against the union. I don't know if it's because they don't like money. I don't know what it is. But it's a little ridiculous. A little bit ridiculous. What's up, Beth? How you feeling, girl? Happy game day. How do you think the boys and boys are going to do today? We'll get to that in just a second. But yes, happy match day to all who those who celebrate. Big day here for the Philadelphia. I'm about to break it down in just a second. Corey, thank you for the love, my guy. Like one of the only Cowboys I do like. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yes, it is match day. DC versus Philly. Of course, the whole, you know, the marketing is rivalry with DC and Philly. Well, ever rivals with DC? 22. You know, there's a lot of Charlotte fans who get shit because they were Atlanta fans at one point. My shouts to my boy Pancake Poppy. Um, but the thing is, is that back in once upon a time, pre 2010, Philadelphia didn't have an MLS team. A lot of Philadelphians decided to. DC United as the team that they would follow, root for whatever you may. I don't think it was really diehard fans at that time. But they just wanted to find a team that they could support and without supporting any New York. That's just not a Philly. That's, that's not what a Philadelphian does. All right. I heard on the radio was a Gargano. Dude, some dude called in from Philly, a three for four. He decides to be a Mets fan. I digress with that. It's disgusting. But anyway, it's rivalry. It's Philadelphia. DC United. You know, once upon a time, this was a evenly fought matchup. You knew this was going to be a ball fight, but things have kind of changed. You remember the time where he was struggling RFK? Dude, that place is rotting away. Still, that thing is still alive. I, I think it's pretty cool. Anyway, so now when you look at the state of these two rivals, I'm just pointing that out. I don't really see DC as a rival. Do I see DC as like? For all my college football people, I know there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> they're like they're like Michigan, right? For most of its history, Michigan will win, right? Big college. 
big dog's mission. When you got a really solid football program and the athletic program in general, Michigan State, it's always been Michigan the big brother, Michigan State the little brother. It feels like Philadelphia the big brother, DC United the little brother. You feel me? So you go into last year, and Philadelphia absolutely dismantles, obliterates, destroys, kills, whatever you want to use. DC United. If it was an aggregate, if it was a Champions League match, a Champions League series, it was going to be 13 It's terrible. It's embarrassing. The 7 nothing, the 6 nothing in DC, we destroyed them. You got the promo video, TikTok, reel, whatever you want to call it, from the Philadelphia Union. Okay, thanks a lot. Make sure we're, we're connected. But the um the the, the uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, the Philadelphia Union, their their promo for rivalry. You know, you got the guys in the office in Lincoln, Pennsylvania, all excited. They're playing PC United, right? And it's a little funny, yes. But you know, it's it feels right now like the Union have the advantage. So here's where I'm super intrigued with my team. because if you look at the Philadelphia Union over the last year, this team has you know it's been an emotional month. Let's be honest. When you, when you get eliminated from CCL, from that LAFC team that beat you in the MLS Cup, when you lose in US Open Cup the way you did in two days or seventh rounder, and then you got Red Bull in there, you had that crazy match against Colorado, our physical at the end. Now you got to go into a tough week with two rivals. Now, New England's an F the New England Revolution. But still, I'm I'm just so intrigued where the emotions, where the mentals are going to be of the soccer team going up against the now. Let's be back at home, and weather's pretty nice out. Now it is a Wednesday night match, and it's going to be interesting what the crowd will look like on a midweek match. We are getting close to summer, but I'm really intrigued. Don't look the other side. DC are absolutely going to be looking. Coming to Subaru Park and get some revenge. You know, they don't forget that spanking that we gave them last year twice. Not once, but twice. You got um, Ashton Fire, or got the interim removed from him, and he's back to assistant coach. Wayne Rooney gets put in there. And now, this Wayne Rooney team this year, they're not terrible. You know, I, I, uh, last I checked, I'll pull up the, um, the tables here. But the last I checked, you see we're, we're in a tail spot, guys. And honestly, it, it's not far-fetched to think that D.C. United can't be a playoff team. They're currently sitting in that last spot in ninth place, tied with uh, Montreal, Columbus, and into Miami for that sixth spot. Um, hold on one second. Right, I think that's good. I just lost, looks like I just lost a little bit of connection here. I think we're good. I think we're good here on YouTube. All right. Well, hey, listen. Hey, this is why we're trying it out. That way we can go back and we can fix it, look at whatever needs to be fixed. But Elijah, Elijah's been the MVP with the, with the comments there. I got the little notification there about the connection. So, all right. We're, we're, we're moving. We're moving. We move. We, we absolutely move. But yes. East United, obviously much better team this year. Very curious to see how they will react and respond to uh, Philly tonight. Um, considering the fact of what happened. Now, 
Um, over the weekend, they did draw to Nashville. They needed a little bit of heroics by Theodore Stewart to uh, who got an 83rd-minute goal to tie it up and steal points away from Nashville at home um, in a 1-1 draw. The big thing was uh, the number nine position. Um, you had first Benteke dealing with a little bit of an injury. You had the, the late knock, so this is the natural ball, in hopes that he can make the Philly match. For DC, this match is really important. So they're going to bring their top guns, and they're going to look for three points here in four games. If Benteke can go, don't be surprised if he's in there, because they're going to put him in there. Max Contos, early in the first half, he deals with a little bit of a hammy injury, so um, they have to replace him with a foul, and they can't have Benteke or Tactics. Really, they're attacking, and they're attacking. We've seen an improvement with an actual number nine, some of these games from Bob. With Benteke's experience, he's pretty dangerous, exactly what they need. And for DC, they kind of had to change things up. You know, Rebel, Rebel Morse is pretty tough, and they kind of changed what they wanted to do this year. They really wanted that creator in that midfield. So, more of a direct football look that we're seeing from DC United. You know, up that league. I see a lot of pressing and a lot of trying to create this journalism. We have to speak when he didn't have Pentecate and he had Taxi Ponta. But from what I saw in that, that matchup against um, against Nashville, Smake and, and, and Rouen were pretty important. So a lot of the attacks were rolling out from that wide. Now, Juan, you know, Nash did a good job knowing that this is, this is a team, right? We can score in passes. Juan, when he gets to the outside, if you allow him that space on the outside, he's got that speed to be able, he's dangerous enough to get a chance in the box. Uh, Nash did a good job of trying to force him inside, and he's not very comfortable. And so, a lot of turnovers, a lot of bad passes. Rocky was a little bit more effective with it, but um, just tonight, I just, just a lot of trying to move that speed, move that open field, try to catch that for people, and that's a good job on the offensive and defense. Uh, they did get good day and a couple of foul issues, but um, overall, that's, that seems like what they're going to try to do. I would expect they're going to try to do that again today, depending on what happens with Benteke. If Benteke does start, um, I'm not too concerned, considering the fact that we have one of the best adjustments back line. Now, keep an eye out for Damian Lowe. He should be in the 18. did have a family issue. Um, we can mention about it in a press conference. His status for tonight is up in the air. Uh, I would expect if he is back. I would expect him to be in the 18. Last year's incident down in Miami, where Emilio was a member of the of Inter Miami, and Taxi Fontas and DC United went down there. There was a racial incident, back that were Emilio serious, and Lana being that really off that, but I digress. Really wanted to see that again. And obviously, fireworks. Amy wins your boy, and he talked racism, right? So. Um, I would have loved to see that, but he, there's a chance that Toxie won't play either. But I just really think that, again, DC, what they're doing this year, you give a lot of kudos to Wayne and Rudy. And look, Wayne is a guy who really just retired, like not that long ago, just retired. Goes over, coaches the championship in Derby County, and 
um, has a nice offer with DC and decides it's, it's a lucrative opportunity and he decides to take it on. And DC's obviously was in a, I, I feel like, almost feel like, they were in a worse spot when he took over as a manager than when he took over, when he came over as a player back in 2018. And he's been able to make this team competitive team. So you give a lot of credit to Wayne Rooney. The one thing Wayne does, Wayne, I know he'll still on any team is competitive. And I just think that that's kind of what DC needs, right? It's, it's weird. You know, watching, I'm, I, I'm watching the national DC match, right? And I'm looking at the DC shirt. And I'm looking right above the logo. And you obviously see the four stars. And we all know what stars mean on a shirt. It's championships. And you, like, you don't look at DC and think championship. You don't think dynasty. And obviously, it's been a long time since dynasty happened. But it's just weird to see, right? So... I just look at every single one of these matchups here all throughout the pitch. One is like we've seen the Union make countless mistakes. We talked about Elliott's form, which I thought Elliott looked solid in, in Colorado. But regardless, by the way, the three-back set, it's like Jim kind of listened to me, right? But he went a little bit different. Where I said 3-4-1-2, um, Jim decided to go with a, a three. Who was it? It was more like uh, a 3-5-2, which is which is same emphasis, but um, Gazdag as a forward, kind of holding play up, which is which is fine. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it worked well. I, I really did. Um, but you guys know my point. I'm not necessarily saying beating the drum that this needs to be a three-back team. What I am banging the drum for is tactical flexibility and rotation because you have to. Right. So obviously, I still want to see more from Pereira. I want to see more from Torres, and we'll have to wait more and see from those guys. But um, looking at the lineup for this matchup. Uh, Blake and goal, of course, that's not going to change. Your back line can be interesting, but I do think Wagner gets in there. Um, I do think that with the low situation, I think you're going to stick with Elliot and Glesnes. Uh, and I think that Mbizer stays at the right back position. I think Harrell will start on Saturday against New England. Um, and by the way, um, defensively, like I just talked about, a lot of a lot of pressure for the fullbacks for DC, but it's definitely an it's definitely a matchup that Mbizer can hold his own with, you would hope. <laughs> I still think you stick to the diamond. Um, I I think, obviously, Leon Fox starts to the left side. No Jack McGlynn. Um, Ed Burrow should be back. He's been training. Uh, he didn't play or even be starting 18, even though he should have been ready by last Saturday against Colorado. I think he starts tonight at the six. I think Allie gets the right uh, shuttle midfielder. Daniel Gazak at the tip of the diamond. And I think Aranza and Ure uh, start as your forward. So I think a lot of the... The main starting pieces will be back out there here tonight for the Philadelphia Union. Uh, there needs to be some rotation going in on on Saturday. You are missing like a couple pieces, so I think that this is why you're going to line up that you see here tonight. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Jim maybe switches it up with the forwards. Um, but who the heck wants to see Chris Donovan out there? We'll just go with Frank. You're disrespecting Chris, but I think we all know it's, it's time to find ourselves another forward out there who can hold his own. That'd be nice. That would be, be really nice. Really, really nice. All right, let's get to our uh, predictions here tonight. So tonight, I fully do believe that the Union can continue this point. Dude, they are climbing. If you look at it right now, they are currently sitting in. Nice fifth in the table, and they have 17 points. We don't have points before. You win tonight, you get yourself a point. You get to New England, it's only four points behind, guys, and you get to the end 
obviously New England is a winnable matchup. They are playing much better this year. Mexico maintains they able to keep together, right? I think that's been a big, 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 big part of that. Um, but you know, they they uh, you give credit to Bruce Arena's always. Which I, it pains me to say, but it's a home match, so I fully expect fireworks. But I believe tonight the team will win. Um, give me a, not a six seven nothing. I don't think it starts tonight, but I'll do nothing victory here for the Union. Let's get the ball rolling here, Lasia. What do we say? In the comment section, let me know what you think will happen here tonight in in the match. I will be down there. Match recap will be live from Subaru Park. Make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Um, but thank you so much for watching, guys. I really do appreciate it. Make sure you guys hit that like button and subscribe for more Philly Sports. Thank I appreciate that, brother. Thank you so much, man. Um, a, a reminder that today's edition of Union Match uh, Preview is sponsored by Lots of Rain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand-new watch, consider checking out Lots of Rain Watches. High-quality watches at a bargain price. Right now, when you use my promo code, El Parcino Philly, you will receive 10% off of your purchase of a Lots of Rain Watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, head on over to Lots of Rain and use the promo code, Parcino Philly. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name El Parcino Philly, and I am telling you guys, you guys.